Welcome to the Rent to Rent Success Podcast, the only podcast entirely dedicated to helping you achieve rent to rent success. We talk about the ethical way to get you started in property without buying it. This is our place to inspire each other to believe bigger, to be bolder, and to be game changers for good. Property investors and sisters Stephanie and Nikki Taylor are your guides on this exciting ride. Let's start up the engines and get ready to fly. Hello, hello, hello. It's Stephanie here and welcome to episode 74 of Ask the Angels where we answer your rent rent questions. And today it's a popular one, how to avoid bad tenants. Many people want to get started in rent to rent, but they're terrified of getting bad tenants. I understand that. And in today's episode, I'm going to break down the five red flags to ensure that no bad tenants walk through your door. If you'd like to get your question answered here, go to renttorentsuccess.com slash ask, A-S-K, and record your question there for me to answer here. Before I go into today's questions, I want to let you know that we're on TikTok. If you are on TikTok, if you're loving it, if you're addicted, or if you're just dipping your toes in the in the water at TikTok, join us at Rent to Rent Success over on TikTok and say hello. Today, I have a question from Delita. Delita's question is, I would love to get started in Rent to Rent, but I'm worried about bad tenants. How can I avoid them? Great question. Every landlord, every property manager, every business owner, we all want to avoid bad tenants. And I'm going to talk about the five little known red flags to avoid nightmare tenants. Now, I'm not going to talk about the referencing process today. That is a simple step-by-step process. People often get it wrong. People often overcomplicate it. But that's not the process I'm going to talk about today. What I'm going to talk about today is the little known signs of a bad tenant that will stand you in good stead as you go into this. So uh, in the house share business, especially, and in any sort of rental, we want to make sure we've only got lovely people living in our homes. And it's especially important in a house share where we've got responsibility to all our tenants to make sure that everyone we invite to move in is going to be a really good fit within the house. And as I say in this episode, we're not talking about the paperwork and the onboarding process. If you're in our Kickstarter mentorship, we go through all this in there. And you've also got the step-by-step tenant onboarding process in M6.4, how to onboard great tenants. And then we also go into this that, that I'm going to talk about today in greater depth and detail. So here we're talking about the more intangible giveaways that it's so easy to miss. So here are the five red flags. Red flag number one, signs of a nightmare bad tenant, is that they want to move in today or very quickly. This red flag is someone who's trying to pressure you to move in straight away. They might say something like this. I need to move really quickly. I've got my deposit in cash and my rent for the first month in cash. Is it okay if I move in today? Now, this could easily be someone trying to circumvent the referencing process. 
We'd never let anybody move into a property in this way. We go through the referencing process with everyone. Now, we do know of other people who let people move in this way and it hasn't worked out well. I, I would not risk it. Just go through your referencing process with everyone. No exceptions. If it's a friend of a friend or a cousin's relation or whatever, whoever it is, go through your referencing process. Don't let anyone hurry you, rush you, cajole you, push you to move in sooner. Oftentimes as well, if people want to move in straight away, it's a sign as well that their life is chaotic. Because when it comes to house movings, we plan ahead. So all people can stay in a hotel or Airbnb in the interim or stay with friends or family if they have them locally. There are lots of things people can do within their network that they already have without moving into your property the same day or um, or without going through the referencing process. Sometimes the referencing process can move very quickly if people want to move quickly, but just make sure you reference everyone. Red flag next, uh, sorry, <laughs> red flag number two, getting the onboarding information is difficult. Now, this is, is never proven wrong, okay? When you have um, a housemate and getting the onboarding information is difficult, almost painful. Sometimes they send you some of the information you've asked for. They might obscure some of the information on their bank statements, or they wouldn't have included some details like their employer reference or something is missing. When they try not to give all of the information that you're asking for simply and straightforwardly, that usually doesn't bode well. And again, sometimes this can be an indication of this chaotic lifestyle where things are all over the place in this person's life, in this person's mind. Um, and that often is not a good sign for somebody sharing a house with other people. Okay, so red flag two is that getting the onboarding information is difficult as you go going through the referencing process. Red flag number three is they want to move in now and pay later. Now, this third red flag is when a person expects you to subsidize them. Let me just explain what I'm talking about here. So, for example, say the room is available from the first of the month and your potential tenant gets paid on the 10th of the month. Some tenants will say something like this. OK, I get paid on the 10th. And for my deposit and rent, I'll need to wait for the 10th. Is it okay if I move on, if I move in um, now and then pay you on the 10th? Okay. Now, other tenants will say, I'll get my money on the 10th. Is it okay if I move in on the 10th? The person who wants to move in now and pay later is expecting you to subsidize them as a complete stranger who's never met them before. This person has the expectation that you will pay for them and that's a normal thing for them to ask you to do. Now, this can seem like a really subtle difference, but it's not. Either a person feels responsible for paying their own rent or they expect other people who don't know them to pay it for them. Now, I've heard horror stories, again, we've heard every story in the book, from landlords of people who've moved people in without them paying anything, and they've never 
paid the rent afterwards and they stayed on till eviction through the courts many months later. If people have that presumption that they don't need to pay their rent right from the beginning, major red flag. Never do that one. Red flag number four is that a sibling or a friend is their guarantor, not a parent. Now, this one is for younger tenants, and I know it's controversial because there could be a lot of reasons why a person is estranged from a parent. But what our experience has been now with hundreds of tenants, we've had a handful of cases over the years where something's gone wrong uh, in a bigger way. And for many of those the person who they'd put down as their guarantor was not their parent. And actually through going through the process with these people, we were in touch with their parents who really were not happy with their children and would not have offered to be a guarantor for them. So I'm not saying in every case, what I'm saying here is that notice the red flags and you can choose to go ahead or not, but each of these is a risk factor They don't necessarily on their own mean that a person is going to turn out to be a bad tenant, but they're indicators. So just note that and act accordingly. Red flag number five, no landlord reference. And this last one, um, sometimes people pretend they don't have any previous landlord references because they, they know that their previous landlord wouldn't give them a reference. So for quite a number of our tenants, this is the first time they're moving out from home and their parents. And of course, in that situation, they wouldn't have a landlord re- reference. But just be aware that when there is no previous landlord reference, um, sometimes it can be that the landlord wouldn't have given a reference. So just be mindful that if somebody has three or more of the above red flags, then we would, I was uh, I was going to say we would process that application more cautiously. Possibly we wouldn't process that application, but we would go into it with open eyes and look into their situation. And sometimes we wouldn't move forward and sometimes we would. So we've got great tenants who might have one of these issues, but certainly when you see a cluster of these issues, then it says that there's a problem. Now, even when you do have a landlord reference, you know that the landlord, if it was a bad tenant, may be just giving a good reference to get rid of that tenant. So you can go back to the previous landlord as well. And this is the bonus tip. This is the to wrap it up with a bow. It's listen and observe. People show you who they are. When you're arranging the viewings, when our property manager arranges the viewings and the messages that go back and forth, people show you who they are. When they come to that viewing, they show you who they are. So when we're attending that viewing, when you're attending a viewing, we are there as the property managers or property owners to showcase the house, the service we provide in a professional and friendly manner. And the viewer is also there to show their best side, to put their best foot forward. So if you find somebody, just notice, actually pay attention to who they are showing you that they are. Are they friendly and polite? Are they a bit rude? Are they uninterested? Were they late without saying that they were going to be late? When people show you who they are, believe them 
the first time, as Oprah said. So it's really important just to open your eyes, not just to what they say verbally, but just to who they are and how they are, which they all will show you. It will all be shown to you. So that is the that really is the the cherry on the cake. In all your relationships with, with people, they show you who they are. Just notice that. And it will just mean you won't go wrong. So I'm going to recap here the five red flags to avoid bad tenants. They're often not noticed. So red flag number one is a person wants to move in today or they want to move in very quickly. Red flag number two is getting the onboarding information is difficult. Red flag number three is they want to move in now and pay later. Red flag number four is a sibling or friend is their guarantor and not a parent. And red flag ugh, red flag number five is they've got no landlord reference. And the bonus tip is to really listen to and observe uh, how people are. Who is this person? What are they like? Are they friendly and polite, etc.? Because you need somebody who knows how to get on with other people. And if they're not able to get on with you in that viewing for a few minutes, it's unlikely they'll be able to get on with their housemates over the longer term. And in a house share situation, we need people who can manage themselves um, emotionally and so on. And an indication of that you can see at the viewing. So I hope you've enjoyed that episode. Do you agree with my red flags? Let me know yours. Um, I would love to hear from you. We're over on, um, where are we over? We're on Instagram at Stephanie T Property. And we're on TikTok at Rent to Rent Success. So do drop us a line over there and let us know. And if you'd like to learn more about the Rent to Rent Kickstarter mentorship and go through this process step by step with us, then sign up for our free Rent to Rent Success Guide and Masterclass. It's all at renttorentsuccess.com slash guide. And there you'll see the 90-minute masterclass, which gives you all of the breakdown. And at the end, also, it gives you an opportunity to find out about our mentorship. So I will see you next week, guys. Bye for now. See you soon. Thank you so much for being with me here today. If you would like more, we've written the number one best-selling book on Rents to Rent. You can find it at rentstorentsuccess.com slash book. Reviewers on Amazon have described it as the best Rent to Rent HMO book and also as a definitive reference guide and inspirational. Take your next step today and buy the book. You can find it at rent2rentsuccess.com slash book. And I'll see you again next time. Until then, remember, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer.